Hello everyone. The following discussion is a series of interviews with Demon Media's alumni, all in part of celebration of Demon Media turning 25 years old this year. Originally founded in 1996, in the 25 years since its formation, Demon Media has gone from strength to strength and is now enjoying its quarter of a century anniversary. So don't forget to check out the rest of Demon FM's content, as well as the content created by Demon TV and the Demon Magazine. Demon FM. Hi everyone, it's this old face again. You know who I am by now. I'm Reese, Deputy Station Manager for Demon FM this year, and I'm joined yet again by another lovely alumni. It's the one, the only, let's say that, Mr. Joe Tobin. Hi, Joe. <laughs> Too nice, Reese. Too nice. <laughs> you are one of a kind. Thank Me you. and Joe actually know each other. We've uh, attended at roughly the same time. So, how are you doing, first of all? I'm all right. Yeah, good. I'm happy we're kind of easing out of lockdown. But, um, yes. yeah, excited for the world to get back to normal. I had a text through this morning and I've booked my second jab. So, nice. I'm ready get to get there. stabbed, jabbed, and have my life back again. <laughs> Yes, getting there. But yeah, we're getting there slowly but surely. Yeah. I just want nightclubs to be open again. I never thought I'd miss it, but I do. Yeah. Who thought anyone would miss Mosh? I know, right? Like, I'm from Leicester and I've been going to Mosh for years, even before uni. And I was, when I first attended uni, I was like, why are you all so excited about Mosh? It's Mosh. Like, I get it now. Now that I've been deprived of it for so long, I just want I just want my feet glued to that fence floor. Yeah, get it back. Yeah, everything is sticky, isn't it? <laughs> and if you haven't fallen down or up the stairs at Mosh, you haven't been Mosh, really. Yeah, I used to do that every time. Horrible. But yes, moving on, before we go too off topic, tell us a little bit about yourself. What years did you attend DMU? What did you study? And what kind of things were you involved with at Demon? So I started in 2017 to 2020 last year. I did broadcast journalism. Funnily enough, it was like as soon as I decided that I wanted to go uni, I was a bit older than everyone, but hmm. I wanted to be um, straight away involved in, in the radio station. And actually, I didn't really know that I wanted to be involved in anything else. I just knew that I wanted to present uh, radio. And I started, I had a show um, and amazing producer who taught me loads. Um, I'm sure you're going to speak to some of the people that that taught me. And I kind of ran with it from there. I was just a presenter and then threw myself into like uh, podcasting. Um, and then I kind of slightly got involved in TV um, by complete accident. And then I think that gave me more confidence across the board. And then I ended up being a producer of the Catalyst Strand, um, which was amazing. And uh, I absolutely loved it. And uh, and then I actually moved over to TV, but um, I stuck. Uh, I still had a show um, in the final year as well, which I absolutely loved. And I think it's so funny because I now have a show on Shoreditch Radio in London. And this, yeah, and the studio is nothing compared to the Demon Studio. It's really? crazy. Oh my god, mate! Honestly, I'm like, I mean, it's got it's got decks and stuff, but right. it's proper makeshift. Proper makeshift <laughs> makes Demon's one look unbelievable. I mean, Demon's is it's I mean, incredible. I will say absolutely, Demon's current yeah. uh, radio studio 
Oh, top notch. Um, God, top notch. Like, and do you know what? Sometimes a monitor was broken. If that's the worst thing, oh my God. Some of the things, I'm live in a show and having to fix cables and all sorts. So, yeah. Um, a roll but I mean, in, tape ready to just... Yeah, yeah. Right. Literally, literally. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, and so I did I did kind of like um, shows a- across the board and then I did interviews as well. I loved going to like watch, yeah, a, you, watch a band. Uh, the Shed in Leicester, was, you did a lot of music shows, didn't you? Um, yeah, loved going there and interviewing stuff. So we interviewed like Seagulls for FM. Yeah, we did like loads, loads of bands specifically from DMU as well. Um, and that was great. Like I loved, I loved going to have like uh, an external kind of not just being in the studio i thought that was amazing um but by far the best thing obviously which i'm sure everyone is going to say about demon is by far the people um and that's not that's not only from a social point of view it's like you the more people you work with the more you learn it's just oh yeah yeah, yeah like in anything like me and you doing like live stream for for tv yes. like yeah. one of one of the biggest learning curves i thought for me in terms of live radio was the halloween special um on fm that was brilliant i mean big up yeah. to, um last year's management not including myself I, so I didn't have much involvement <laughs> but that was a hell of a yeah. show i am um, sometimes oh. i actually rewatched that a couple of times just because it's yeah. it was so well done so much fun yeah it was so good but like it's funny because i didn't know anything about it so it's fine like you know gearing up for it and and i i knew i obviously knew i was presenting it but i didn't have an inkling that anything was coming my way so it was quite funny although i could have done without like the maths questions because not very intelligent so that kind of sides <laughs> yeah, sure, sure, sure. i can't hear it you're very intelligent <laughs> not oh, you know yeah but there's honestly it was just and it, if it wasn't for demon then yeah uni would have been a bit um i don't know a bit hollow i think so i was i was so so pleased with it I've said the same thing, like my, a big part of my experience, because I've just, well, I will be finishing this year when my final grades come through, I'm not doing a master's through that, uh, not yeah. in the right state of mind to do it. But yeah, Dion's been a massive part of my uni experience personally. And like, I, it, I just don't know, it feels weird to imagine if I hadn't joined and it would have just been like studying kind of in the purely yeah. academic side of it. So, I mean, Pro tip to anyone watching this that's, I don't know, now or in years' time at DMU, uh, Joint Society is not necessarily just demon, but absolutely demon. <laughs> that's where you, you do tend to make great friends and yeah. your strongest connections with people. Because we've done all kinds of shenanigans in demon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so much. And it's not even like... Um... I don't know. I feel like you just do gain a lot of life skills. Like I'm sure you've you've got it now. Like I have to present meetings at work to like quite a few people, and I think possibly beforehand I would have been maybe a little bit nervous about speaking in front of a large audience. But after Demon, you're like, well, you know, you've been speaking to a lot of people, or maybe you work the stage on opening day, and like you know, there's loads of different things that you probably would have done, and interviewing as well. Something that I some of that I did loads at Demon, and now I'm in charge at with uh, my role now so it's like it's just just the life skills are like that you gain from it and if you were sat 
or if you were just studying and stuff, then it might not have happened. And I know people that have like dipped their toe in to Demon and now they're like absolutely loving it. One of the guys on the football team, he's a very charismatic person, Connor. He's now got his own football podcast and he puts it down to me being like, you should get a show on Demon. Yes. So we love to yeah, hear it. It just <laughs> exactly, and I do, I do think, and if it wasn't for that like community that Demon had, mm. and you not feeling so comfortable and it being so easy, I think that yeah, pe- people would struggle in in learning those skills. But because it's such a community, it's so easy. It uh, it sort of ignites that creative spark in you once you see some of the stuff that you know we can get up to. It does. I mean, it's. I suppose it seems a bit daunting at first because you're like, you see the glossy magazines and you hear the cool yeah. shows and you see the uh, videos and you're a bit like, wow, that looks really cool. And then you find out how much work actually goes into it behind the scenes. But as you say, that's all part and parcel of the process. Like, and you learn those skills and you it take is. those skills with you. Yeah, you'll be surprised what you can do, honestly. Like, it's fine. Me going into it, I was like, I want to do that. I know I want to do that. But I've seen people just walk into the role and be like, you know, three times better than me. And I'm like, what were you even worried about? Like, when you first start, uh, I think you will surprise yourself. And the support of everyone will just be like, well, you know, if, if you don't want to do that, you, there's, there's always a role. There's always a role to do anything. So. Absolutely. I mean, you mentioned earlier, you currently do a show on uh, Shoreditch Radio. Tell us a little bit about your show. Come on, give us a shameless promo. Let people know where they can listen and what they'll be listening into. <laughs> well, funnily enough, it's called The Tobin Takeover, which is the same show name as that I had on Demon. Uh, the Tobin Takeover is about house music, all from the UK and the Americas and stuff. And yeah, it's basically me going live in the mix. I do, I DJ the whole show, but also have guests on, um, get them to DJ as well. And yeah, it's, I love to talk as you can probably guess, but uh, mostly it's about the music, but because of lockdown, we've had to do obviously phone interviews and stuff like that. But now we're kind of moving on to more people coming into the studio. If you've ever watched Boiler Room, a bit like that, get loads of people in a room and DJ and everyone's taking turns and, and kind of having a conversation about house music and where that can take us. Um, so yeah, re- it's really interesting because obviously it came from Demon and it's like, I don't know, there's, there's, you get taught a lot of things and I think that it's commercial radio and now I'm going into quite a niche market. So um, it's a bit bizarre really. Like I kind of still want to jump on and chat loads of shit. But I've realised that people are tuning in for the music, so you've got to keep quiet. But um, I'm lo- I'm absolutely loving it. Um, absolutely loving it. And I uh, and my DJing skills are, are getting better and better. And I'm excited for the world to open up because then we can properly start doing stuff. Like we want to go to festivals. Yeah. Um, you know, have like a, a little tent, a little stage there just to like maybe broadcast live and stuff. So yeah, I'm excited for it. It, it could go anywhere really. But uh, I'm throwing myself into that. Um, and it's all the shows you can catch up on Mixcloud and stuff. Yeah, if not, listen to Shoreditch Radio, Thursdays at 2pm. There we go. If you want it to be house, not every weekend, but every Thursday, weekday, there we go. <laughs> You've got the place to listen to. No, I, you are a naturally charismatic person. and I think you just naturally take to it like a duck to water, to be honest. 
So yeah, I can't wait to see what opens up yeah. for you. I was thinking festivals would be a great place to go to, have that little booth, have that little dance oh, yeah. kind of thing. And because you also did a mental health podcast as well for a, a while, didn't you? Uh, that's still ongoing, actually, isn't it? Are you starting to record episodes? Of yeah. I haven't checked it in a while, but I loved it so far from what I've listened to. So we are, I am opening it up again. I basically, I recorded some over Zoom and although it worked, I don't think it worked as well as I wanted it to do. So I kind of put it on the back burner, but now we're allowed to meet up. It just brings that, you know, personable feeling to life. And I think if you're interviewing someone about such, such an intense subject, you don't want to be doing it other side, sitting, sitting in your house. So yeah, go to a coffee shop and interview them. So that yeah, there, there is a, a kind of like a series two coming, um, which I'm really excited about. It should be meant uh, like all of our mental health again, but we've got some like firms coming in, um, some companies like Calm and uh, something called Pause for Work, which yeah. is uh, getting dogs involved, um, which is honestly, Reese, you would lose your head. It's in like actual puppies they just bring into the workplace. Oh my God, dude. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, you're going to want to be. I'm actually... down. I don't care. I will <laughs> screw work, screw any personal commitments. I'm coming down for the puppies. Yeah, well, uh, this, the CEO of it called Ash is so, so lovely and he's really, he's really uh, funny. But he was just like, it, he, it just started him kind of, you know, giving someone a puppy and talk, starting talking. And it's crazy how someone will just talk and talk. And it's, uh, it's a really, honestly, not a bizarre concept. Everyone knows that everyone loves puppies, but it's actually taking off. And in workplaces, it's starting to work. So, yeah, uh, loads of different interesting things. Oh, we'd love to hear it. Yeah, where can people listen? It's on Spotify, isn't it? Yeah, it's on Spotify, Apple Music. Um, it's called Mood for Thought. Um, it's been played on BBC Essex, BBC London. And uh, yeah, go and, wherever you find your podcast, it will be there. Um, and same with all the upcoming episodes. I love that you're doing bits. So you've got, as you say, the sort of the fun house music radio show side, but then you've also got this, as you say, very personal, intimate, I can't think of the word, it's just two shows at different ends of the spectrum kind of thing but very yeah. informative and I, I i love that you've got a great balance there and it shows i suppose your flexibility of the different kind of content you can create so yeah you for just diving especially like your first year out of uni for just diving yeah. straight in there and getting that I have literally gone head first. I mean, lockdown, we had a lot of time. So, uh, yeah, I had, did, did a few bits. But it's, it's funny now because I'm a content creator for, for my job at work as well. But it's something, it's in financial technology, so it's not very creative. So I've got to find an outlet to, uh, to get it out there. And something that you'll like, Reese, actually, I think, I've started this thing, this Instagram account called last orders and it's all about it's called last orders london and it's all about pubs and uh places to go out in london so uh yeah we filmed our first uh, episode which will be on youtube hopefully soon and it's so it's so funny it's basically me and my mate going to pubs and telling you the best places to go um in london for for a pint with your mates so that's quite good oh my yeah, god it, you posted when that goes yeah. out so i want to watch it i will 
So we've got all the socials and stuff up running. It's Last Orders LDN. Um, and the color scheme is yellow and blue. And we, I made, yeah, I know, literally. Literally, like, actually, it's more your top than it is mine, but yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't know you got a matching mug as well. <laughs> this wasn't even planned. This is just the mug I've been using. Um, it's, it's called oh, Style, folks. Pay attention. Uh, we didn't yeah. plan this, by the way, either. We just happened to be matching. <laughs> Imagine we turn on Zoom. I'm like, quick, let me go change my top. I'm like, put something else on. No, yeah. brilliant. I, I mean, hopefully... Well, I say that personally, I'm taking a slight break after this year because it was not a fun year. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, when my final grades come through and I update my CV, my LinkedIn, hopefully, much like yourself, I can just dive straight into a similar yeah. kind of work and maybe being taken on as a podcast producer for a charity organization myself. It's all oh, TBD wow. at the moment, but I'll take it. I'm happy to do it. Sort of like these creative you know producing content well radio especially this year has been vital because it's i'd say it's probably been hindered less by the pandemic than tv has but radio especially Mm. has been so vital this year as a form of media communication and entertainment um and it's hence why it's still been able to go strong and i'm looking forward to diving into those kind of jobs which seem to be plentiful hopefully to Touch wood. I've not jinxed it. Touch wood. I mean, I mean, do you have any stories from your time? Well, either where you work now or from <laughs> your time at De Montfort that you that you want might want to share. Any any particular memories, stories that stand out to you? <sighs> yeah, um, I think for the demon one was we went to the first. SRA awards um, on my my first year student radio awards and it was just a bit of a laugh really like I didn't really know too much about it I like I just did a show I obviously wasn't nominated for anything I was just like going there for fun and then um, a guy called Adam won best male presenter and he's now got a permanent fixture on Union Jack Radio he literally went straight from that and and got that job and that is kind of where i realized that actually what we're doing in demon was so important and actually could lead to you know real real world jobs i hadn't really put those two together the first year as i'm sure everyone does at uni it's just about <laughs> um pretty much just like yeah getting smashed you know like having a bit of fun meeting people exactly exactly yeah yeah and uh and then I came in second year as a producer and I remember those first few weeks, I just tried to work as hard as I can, especially with Demon. And then I think that actually at the end of the second year, I went completely the other way. I was like, actually, this is going to be my last year. I, I just want to have fun with the people that I've met. Yeah. Um, and I arguably did my better work in at that time where I was just saying, can I just have fun? Um, and I realised that actually in Demon, every time I was having the most fun, I produced my best work. Some of them like our live stream where we would, it was just us just kind of like having a laugh on stage or like in yes. the studio. Covering um, our faces in, what was it? Couscous beans and rice pudding. Oh my God. I, I don't know. They stitch us right up either way. <laughs> um, and uh 
And so, uh, yeah, I think that some of the stories for me would be like when I met Easy Life, a band now who are like smashing the charts, I interviewed them and I was really hungover. And I was, I, I just got there and I was, so, I was so forward with him. I was just like, listen, mate, I'm really hungover. And he was like, don't worry about it. He was like, do you want a drink? Gave me a drink and made me so like at home and comfortable. And I was like, oh my God, this is easy. <laughs> and obviously not, not all interviews are like that. Some of them can be a lot more tricky than that. But that was when I realized that actually, if you are just yourself, especially in Demon, if you are yourself and you, you do just try and enjoy yourself, a lot of it will fall into place. Um, it's it's that um, all work and no play makes joe a dull boy and no if you're solely about the work yeah no have fun with it that's what it's there for yeah at times i took it too seriously as well like i was just a bit too like everything has to be perfect everything has to be done everything so yeah no enjoy it's best to enjoy it you're absolutely right yeah I think I think that's it, and then and then I had like so many examples of that when I first met Yara, who was my my producer, yeah, in second year. Shout out, she to was Yara, like, oh, Yara. Shout out Yara every time. <laughs> I thought I was like, oh, I came in, I was really like focused. I was doing an interview with a band, and she was like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. She was like just be yourself just like it's fine just just forget about it and i was like oh god yeah like i'm losing track of like who i am to just to try and fit myself to this interview and actually yeah some something that i think yara taught me and demon taught me is you just need to have fun with it and if you have fun with it when you have fun with it you will produce your best work so um and i think that's what demon did for me as well yeah just just taught, taught me so many of those little things that i think you, you will take out into the real world Oh yeah, absolutely. In, in ways you never expect, because as you say, much like yourself, when I first joined, I knew I wanted to get involved with uh, the media society um, because uh, well, I chose media theory and practical journalism, which was specifically newspaper journalism, but I wanted to dabble into the radio and TV side of things. And as I say, when you first get there and you see the end product, you're like, yeah, I want to do that. Um, and when you get involved and you learn all the tricks and the, what actually has to be done to create that content, you sort of don't re- quite realise how much you need to learn, but also how much you take away from when you do learn it. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it, it is. It, you know, I completely get it. And going forwards, uh, hopefully those skills will be useful. I'm sure they, they, no, they have already. As you say, when it comes to like presenting and just talk, speaking more confidently, and like channeling your charisma, it helps in that way. Um, and I just have a bit more appreciation for like actual TV, radio shows, and. And magazines, <laughs> yeah. When I see like, someone doing a good job, I'm like, oh my god, yeah. There's a craft to it, time and effort. It is. I think we've covered pretty much everything I wanted to ask you. There is one question I did forewarn you about before we started to give you time to think, and that was, is there a signature song that reminds you of your time at not just specifically with Demon, but university as a whole? 
There is. And do you know what? I was, when I spoke to you about it and I said, oh, I'm not going to say that one because it's going to make me look weird. But I'm just going to, I'm going to go with it because that was my gut instinct. When I think, when I was in my second year, One Kiss by Dua Lipa came out. <laughs> and I honestly think I heard it so many times, especially when we were all like out and stuff and like at Demon Social. So I think it's got to be that. No relevance to the kiss, although I'm sure a lot of demons will find that quite relevant. <laughs> Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I, I think it's got to be one kiss to Oliver, especially because I was at the start, I was like, oh, this song. And then I heard it so many times, I think it just, I just liked it because, yeah, because of everyone um, singing it all the time. So, yeah, I think One Kiss by Dua Lipa. No, great song. I've seen her perform it live, Humble Brag. <laughs> she, was, she was fierce. She could have stepped on me and I would have been happy. Um <laughs> No, that's absolutely fine. As I say, we've had uh, someone else I've spoke to previously said Heaven is a Place on Earth by Belinda Carlisle. I love that song personally. I don't think One Kiss by Dua Lipa is weird at all. I think it's perfectly appropriate. As I say, mine's Good as Hell by Lizzo, just because it played so often. (laughs) But yeah, you've told, you've got so much going on creatively. You've got Tobin Takeover the um, mental health podcast, which the name I'm drawing a blank on at the moment. I do apologise. And now this uh, series where you tour around the pubs of London. Oh my God, that must be such hard work. Oh, I, I know, it's, it's tough. tough. It's tough, but someone's got to do it. Someone I has know. to do it. We appreciate your sacrifice for the sake of informing us <laughs> and giving us that information. <laughs> um <laughs> Okay, that's the series I want to do, but cocktail bars. Yeah, good idea. <laughs> I'm going to go to a cocktail bar, order one of everything off the menu, and, yeah, do a video on it. But is there anything else exciting that you can tell us about? Any, anything else that might be happening or just any other projects you might be working on? Uh, there's a few floating about. Um, I've got some ideas where we're going to kind of do a Vox Poppy one, and that'll be for Shoreditch Radio. Um, but nothing set in concrete yet. Need to get back to the studio and speak to some of the guys. But yeah, hopefully a lot more to come. Just enjoy the enjoy the ride and see where the road takes you. It's, you've got some That's amazing it. stuff going on already, and I have no doubt that it will just be strength to strength for you. And uh, yeah, I That's can't wait it. to see you on TV or like hosting something at Glastonbury or something. <laughs> I can be like, I know him, I know him. He's a legend. I hope so, dude. I hope so. <laughs> no, I there's, can only imagine big things uh, coming our way for you, mate. And um, yeah, it's yeah. been lovely to have this this little catch-up. Um, it's been great. Thanks for having me. I appreciate no, it. You've been an absolute delight as always. Um, I've missed you terribly this year. I've missed everyone this year, but I definitely missed you as well. I was glad to be able to get to see you the other week. Um, <laughs> but yeah... You know, any, I'm probably going to be in Leicester for the next 30 years of my life. We'll see. But if you're ever in Leicester, we can always go for a bevy. You should do a Leicester version Definitely. if you're... Um, oh, that would be a good, that'd be a good idea. There's but we could do it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But thank you so much for joining me, Joe. As I say, it's been a pleasure as always. And yeah, anyone out there that's um, watching, whether it's now or two, three years or whenever, 
check out Joe's stuff because he's brilliant and he's amazing. And he's a perfect example of a demon success story. And thank you so much, Joe. See you again. Thank you, Reece. See you later, mate. Oh no, is it over? Well, don't worry, because if you head on over to Demon FM Podcasts on Anchor, you can listen to all of our other podcasts, as well as keep an ear out for any new episodes. You can also find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. Go on, have a listen. I support you.